We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and of course, I'm joined by Nate Green. As always, Nate, I think we're going to forget about you. We have a special guest of the show, newly added to the Angels 40-man roster, uh, current, I'd have to say, Rocket City Trash Panda, Colton Ingram. How you doing, man? Pretty good. How are you guys? Not doing too bad. Thanks for uh, jumping on and talking with us, and hopefully you can shed a little bit of light on uh, you know, who Colton Ingram is, because uh, I, I have a weird feeling that not too many people know about you or didn't even know who you were until uh, getting added to the 40-man, so I'm excited to uh, excited to talk to you and learn who Colton Ingram is. So, Nate, I didn't forget about you, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Excited to get another lefty on the show, you know? Always, <laughs> always got to out, out, outrank the righties, so... Lefty Nation, Lefty Nation. So sweet. Uh, as always, we like to start off the guest uh, of the show with some rapid fire. Just kind of put you on the spot here a little bit, Colton. So um, best baseball movie. Uh, I'm a Sandlot guy. Love it. Can't go wrong Good. with that one, of course. You got any uh, pregame rituals, superstitions, anything like that? Uh, I probably spent about 15 minutes listening to music and stuff and, you know, just kind of 
taking some time by myself before the game starts. Um, not really a very serious guy before the game, so I don't really lock in too much. But left lefty relievers, I guess, huh? Nate, I guess. <laughs> oh you, yeah, you everybody's got something different. <laughs> that's good. That's good to good to hear. Don't step on the line or anything like that. Um, Rawlings Wilson, or do you use something else? Uh, Rawlings. Rawlings. I love Rawlings. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. That's pitcher's glove for sure. Um, favorite flavor seed. Um, those new talkie seeds are unbelievable. <laughs> Spice they're addicting. Yeah, I, they're addicting. I'm a little different. I, I mean, I think we say this every single time, but uh I like the uh salty caramel. I'm a sweet guy I like that. I think Nate's uh barbecue like always. Yeah, barbecue. So it's good. I don't think I've ever had the salty caramel. Ooh, those are those are money. They get a little bit addicting. I'd always go two two packs during uh <laughs> during a four game set and my uh yeah that's it's not it's a bad habit to get into for me so um but talkie ones those are interesting i got to give those a try for sure um who was your major league comp who would you compare yourself to oh man um i don't know i don't throw i don't throw as hard as he does but i would probably say josh Hader, just from arm angle and kind of the fastball slider split um I wish I threw that hard, but uh, that's, that's that's probably what I'd say right now. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I do. Um, did you look up to somebody growing up? Uh, yeah, I grew up grew up a big Braves fan. Um, and honestly, I was a big John Smoltz fan. Mm-hmm. Everybody would assume Tom Glavin, but uh, I was I was a big big Smoltz guy. That's good. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of those uh, any of those pitchers during that era. So you, uh, you definitely. Not at all. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely had some good guys to look up to. Um, and then who are you most excited to face in the major leagues? Uh, honestly, I would I would probably say anybody from Atlanta <laughs> just be able to throw against my hometown team would be kind of unreal or really anybody in the Tigers on the Tigers. Mm. That's sweet. So let's say let's say Ronald Acuna, how are you pitching him? Oh man. Uh I'm probably I'm probably staying away from them, you know, pound them away, away, maybe maybe bust the slider in down and low uh, or down and in. Then see if I can get away with a fastball up and in, but probably just staying away. Change ups, sliders. I like it. I like the approach. I like the approach. So. All right. Perfect. That's that's all we had for rapid fire. We appreciate it. We just we enjoy putting some of you guys on the spot. So um, start this one off. I mean, like we said, you were just added to the 40 man. Um, I don't, I don't think it came as a surprise to those who watched last season and know the minor leagues. Um, you had a fantastic, actually a fantastic career as an angel so far, um, in the angels org, putting up fantastic stats. Um, tell us about yourself, man. Who's, who's Colton Ingram? Um, well, it was, uh, it was a long journey kind of to get here and just, uh, I guess my first introduction to pro ball was, uh, with the tigers and, so after kind of that stint and COVID and all that stuff happened, I really found who I was and an, an identity as a pitcher um, over that COVID break. Um, so yeah, I just brought that into uh, into the Angel system, and and it was really cool because there was a lot of uh, coordinators and coaches who, you know, really liked the way that I pitched, or you know, and I felt valued. and And I can't tell you how much of a game changer that is to go from somewhere where you're not as valued to somewhere where you're really valued. And that kind of changed everything for me. And, you know, I'm just, I would probably pride myself on like work ethic 
and I'm a very, uh, very competitive person. So whenever I'm not like the best or something lacks analytically, like I'm always like, that's a, there's like a tick in me that kind of just drives <clears throat> me to, to get that a little better. So absolutely love it um i mean you you talked about value that was a big thing um this this postseason it felt like you look at guys like christian javier and framber valdez in particular um not signed for a lot of money coming out of uh internationally but making big impacts i mean framber is one of the best pitchers in baseball and christian javier played a huge factor in in the astros winning the the postseason so it's really really good to hear the angels uh the angels are taking value in all their players not just the guys you know, those first rounders, second rounders that they're paying big, big money to. So um, just because you never know how guys are, how guys are going to produce. I mean, sometimes it takes a little longer. We saw it. Taylor Ward's a perfect example on the angels. I mean, he's 27, 28 years old now, and he's just now, you know, breaking out. So it's really good to see the angels valuing um, everybody and not just, like I said, those higher pairs, high value guys that, you know, picked in the first round or that are given a lot of money internationally. So um, fantastic to hear that right off the bat. So let's talk 40 man. We already mentioned it. Um, the news is already out there to everybody. You've been added to the 40 man. Um, first off, I mean, tell us what that feeling was like. Was there a call? Did Perry talk with you? Was it from Phil? Was it, you know, just you, you kind of knew you had a hunch coming into it? Um. Well, it was, it was something that has been up in the air since I guess the end of the season, you know, just um, with me being a free agent every year. I didn't really know how that worked. So me and my agent were kind of back and forth on, you know, how the 40 man rule five situation worked. And uh, so I knew there was a chance, but I didn't really, you know, put too much into it, too much thought. Um, it didn't get to about maybe last week where uh, I kind of started. It's almost like when I got drafted, you get that like anxiety feeling of like, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And then, either it does or it doesn't and I got a call from uh, our uh, head of player development Joey and he kind of just told me you know like hey man congratulations like we're putting you on the 40 man um so and then as soon as that happened like kind of went out on social media and everything and then phone kind of blew up like I got drafted all over again so <laughs> that was a pretty cool feeling and it was uh it was pretty cool to share that with my parents so Random question off the bat here. Um, you have a number you're gonna pick uh, when you uh, when you get the call. Oh, dude, look, I'll take any number they <laughs> they throw at me. I couldn't care less. All right, all right. I'll I'll stay away. I'll stay away from that, man. I we're we're all excited for you. I mean, like I said, kind of that in a sense underdog story. I I, I love it. I mean, um, it's just it's just really cool to hear and cool to hear Joey called you too. Joey's a great guy. I got to meet him um, out in Inland Empire. So he's doing a fantastic job with uh with player development so um last question on my side of things um taylor talking with taylor blake ward the other day told him that we were going to talk with you um he brought up an interesting kind of funny i guess story from that uh you would talk to aaron cherish uh out in rocket city about um you you didn't get a huge signing bonus 37th rounder what did uh what did you spend the money on (laughs) so it's kind of funny because uh we all got our signing bonus at the same exact time and I remember everybody talking about like the money and stuff. And I looked at my bank account and I couldn't tell a difference. <laughs> um, but I did see, I did see a little bit of money in there finally. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, the first thing that popped in my head was I'm going to buy a switch. Like I'm going to buy a Nintendo switch. Cause they, I'd been wanting one for a little bit, but I never really just had that like extra money. So yeah, I went out to the mall that day 
and bought a Nintendo Switch and maybe like two games for it. And I was spent. <laughs> that was all I had. Popular travel item for sure. I know that's uh that's a good that's a good bus thing for sure yeah. on the on the college side of things too. You still play it? Oh, every day. <laughs> I still everybody in the locker room in Rocket City was starting to go out and buy switches and like we would we would have like rocket league competitions and like everything else in the locker room so it was a that lot is awesome that's awesome that's good to hear um that you know you guys are keeping it light and you know yeah as a we, lot were, of downtime. <laughs> we were gonna ask this question but what was the what was the environment like in rocket city oh, what was that? it was great crazy a playoff like atmosphere every game every game like, it was it was kind of cool too because you go out to like other other cities like chattanooga and like tennessee and during the weekday like there's not really that many fans and on the weekends they'd get a little bit more but like what they got on the weekends is what we would get on weekdays mm. and then on the weekends we would get like eight thousand people like, it was just they they marketed really well mm. out there yeah and you guys had an unbelievable unbelievable season obviously not yeah. the season the finish that we were all hoping for uh but unbelievable season and probably honestly the best team well statistically speaking the best team in the minors so um that was just awesome to see from an angel standpoint because um, you know, I think angel fans know that you don't get a lot of winning, unfortunately right now, um, even in the minors. So it was just fun to fun to see some, some winning baseball happen down there. So Nate, I know you got a couple questions for yeah. Colton before I let him go. Cool. Yep. So one of the big things that we love to talk about, especially from guys who switch organizations, what was the transition like? And did the angels try and change anything or were they like, no, just go do you and, you were successful for two years in a row now. Um, so when I was with the Tigers, I like I said, I was very undervalued. I was a 37th round senior sign, so they weren't really invested in me, or at least it didn't seem like it. Um, so I was obviously went to a D2 school. I wasn't very analytically savvy. I wasn't like I didn't have access to anything technological. Um, so when I got to Pro Ball and I started learning about those type of things, I went home that offseason and was starting to implement those things in my own. Um, so after being released and COVID and all that stuff, and we had extended time to like work out throw, that's when I made, you know, the below jump, the mechanical adjustments and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So when the angels signed me, I got down there, I didn't really have a change up. So I would say they, they helped me add a change up. Um, and then going through the lower levels of the minors was a good learning experience based on like pitch usage, pitch, you know, like when to throw certain pitches, how often I'm throwing certain pitches. So that was, that was really a good, a good learning point for me. Um, and then obviously when I got to Rocket City, it was now show everything you got. So kind of worked out that way. Yeah. That's good to hear that they're uh, helping you throw the right pitches and the right counts. I know that's something that we, we love to, to talk about because Jared and I are both pitchers. So we love talking about that kind of stuff. Um, you mentioned division two, uh, Columbus state, you guys made it all the way to the national championship championship game. You pitched the semi or like the, the elimination game to get to the championship game. Is that correct? Yes. Talk about that game a little bit. Talk about like, um, you said you're a light guy before games. Were you still light before games as a starter or is the mentality kind of changed as you've kind of developed into a reliever? Um, so, yeah, it was a little different. It was uh, – the anxiety was definitely a lot higher to me as a starter just because you knew when you were going to pitch, you knew who you were facing, and, like, 
you just kind of let it get to you a little bit more. I was probably a little bit more serious back in college um, as a starter. And that game was, I was, I was nervous about a couple of different things that I probably shouldn't have been worried about because there was a couple of records that I could break with that game. And so I was focused on that, obviously winning, not letting the team down. Like I knew there were like scouts there. Like there's just a whole lot of things that I was like going through, but um, that game was incredible. Like that was the first time that I'd really felt like playoff baseball, you know, like really just facing elimination, facing the number one team in the country. Like it was just, it was really cool. It was really exciting. Um, I do remember how hot it was and my, I think I was pitching on three days rest and my coach came in, I think in the seventh inning, he's like, you got one more. I just remember like dying and I'm like, Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear right there. <laughs> um, so I went out one more and then we ended up winning that game. The, the sun, the sun definitely helped us win that game that, so it's yeah, I mean, 134 was, pitches. Is that correct? Oh yeah. <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah. Were you hot the next day in the championship? Yeah, I was actually in the pen uh, down there. <laughs> That's throwing. awesome. I, that is, I was that is the essence of college baseball championship week. Like, oh, yeah. you can throw a hundred times and they don't care. It's like, we just want to win a national championship. You will oh, throw yeah. 200 pitches in three days if, if that's what it takes. We don't care. Well, our, uh, our Saturday guy actually started that next game the next day on two days rest. Off after just coming off of 120 pitches or something ridiculous. And so we were both just like back and forth, just gassing it, just trying to like get us through. So that was, that was a lot of uh, recovery needed after. I, I think I had already thrown, I think 136 innings. And so I was, I was feeling it. That's awesome. I mean, that, yeah, we, I was just looking into it and it was like, oh, wow, he was on, he was on a really good division two team. He wasn't just on like, an average one and then I was looking to see when you pitched I was like 134 pitches wow that's that's unbelievable but um congratulations again on the 40 man we're, we're super excited we can't wait to see you in uh up on the big league roster we know it's going to happen so we were excited so thank you again for taking the time Jared you got anything else for him no that's it um yeah Colton hey man uh, just congratulations again on on that we really hope to see you um at the major league level in Anaheim um Heck, even on uh, opening day, you never know, right now? Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, man, have a good day. And uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.